Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Smart Muslimah podcast. Uh, today I've got a dear friend of mine here uh, who is, mashallah, a really, mashallah, a really intelligent sister who's who's written a book and the name of the book is No One Taught Me This. Her name is Iram Bin Safiya and she she's based in America and her interest is in parenting, in personal growth and just looking at the really digging into the why behind um, issues that Muslim parents face raising their children um, whether it's in the west or in the east to be honest and her overarching vision revolves around empowering individuals to realize their fullest potential and lead fulfilling lives as a devoted homeschooling mother and a prominent presence in the realm of social media Iram is the driving force behind the website imambintsafia.com and we'll look, uh, we will talk about her work uh, as uh, in the interview. I'd love to just introduce you all to her. Asalaamu Alaikum, Iram. Alaikum Asalaamu Alaikum Alhamdulillah. Jazakallah khair so much for coming on. Um, let's jump straight into it. I um, So you, you've been doing work with children for quite a while. And um, and mashallah, I see that you know on you've got a YouTube channel, you've got your website. You're mashallah very active on um, uh, Instagram as well. And so your the book that you've written as a parent, like my children are slightly older now, but I know that pair when I was raising my kids, I would have loved to have had more like um, Islam focused parenting books. A lot of the books that I bought were from non-Muslims. And it's so refreshing to see a Muslim author who is writing about this topic and who is well well versed in this subject. So I'm just thinking from a uh, point of view of a parent, what would be one of the main problems that this book solves for them? Now, I know they've got many issues that we as parents, we face many issues. But if you were going to just tell us about one problem this book would solve for them, 
what would it be? Zakawakhi for your introduction. Alhamdulillah. The most important problem is that the parent keeps asking themselves, what is wrong with dot dot dot? Either they're blaming themselves and saying, What is wrong with me? or what is wrong with my child. So what is wrong will be solved because there will be a shift in the perspective through this book. Mm-hmm. That it will go from answering what is wrong, it will the shift will be instead of asking what is wrong or how to fix it, it will say why are the things happening? Why is it that I'm finding it difficult to connect with my child or repair my relationship with my child or even in the most earliest times of childhood, even to con- connect with them or to uh, find peace um, through my parenting and, you know, the guilt and the shame that comes. So that's what, at least for me, that was very, very important that I instantly hook the reader with that lens shift. Don't think of how to fix something or what is wrong. Instead, mm-hmm. understand why is it happening. Mm-hmm. And that's harder, isn't it? To, to, it's easier to, if you think, okay, what's wrong with my child? You know, um, that's a very easy thing to, well, not it's not easy, but it's, it's a question that people ask more quickly than stopping and thinking, why am I finding it challenging to parent? And so just give us a snippet of your answer. I know in your book, Mashallah, you go into a lot of detail about this question, but what is what is one of the main reasons that Muslim parents are, are finding it hard? Because we, we come from a very fixed mindset and we think just because I have a child and I own this child, yani I know everything from, from my parents and from the people around me. So it's the same formula. I'll apply it and it will work. And that doesn't happen. And that's where the reality comes crashing down that I have to learn. And honestly, I have found this over and over again, that it is the kind of parents who are willing to keep learning, growing, changing the people of Ihsan, Taqwa, soft heartedness, helm, softness are the ones who are best when they, it comes to being in their parenting roles as leaders. Uh, because a rigid mindset or a fixed mindset or a person who is just surprised or just taken aback by how dare this is not working and something must be wrong with my child alone and not saying like what is it that I am bringing to the table or actually not bringing to the table that will that will fix or heal or mend or make our relationship better. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, you know, Muslim parents in particular, because we are, um, we know we in Islam, our children should respect us and we, uh, they're supposed to listen to us. So we just think it's kind of unconditional, doesn't matter what we do, uh, we're going to get that, we deserve that respect and they should listen to us. Do you think that's uh, one of the obstacles? That is one of the obstacles, yes. It has a lot to do with colonization too. So I was just going through the study um, and, and and the study was that when the Europeans, when they came to North America and they write this in the book, one of the, one of the historians, he writes in the book and he says that we don't see the natives ever spanking their children or being angry with them. They, they do everything and they hold their babies close together close to themselves and their babies uh, never cry or they don't let their babies cry. 
I think what needs to change in their parenting is that they need to know how to spank their child and make them obey them, right? So this is like hundreds of years ago when when the European came and invaded uh, and colonized the places that they colonized. And so if we go back even further than that, when, when Islam came like 1,400 years ago, Prophet ﷺ actually through his seerah, um, he established it. It wasn't like the parenting wasn't hard then too. If you historically see, a child was considered an adult as soon as they were like 10, 12, and they were getting married and they were procreating and all of this. That This is, this is a part of our history too. But when Prophet ﷺ came, he became, he showed through his actions to love the children, to be kind to the children, to, to honor the children, to respect the children, to take time to listen to the children. So what our deen taught was very natural, but what the colonization taught was beat with the rod, beat with the stick, put them in line, keep them in line. And because we were colonized for so many years, that is what has happened to us. I used to think that the Western parents are very kind and very nice, but living in the West for 18 years now, I've seen in grocery aisles and markets and parking spots, I've, se I've seen horrific public school stories where they treat children almost like animals. Mm. And, th and that is not from Islam and that is not from, not the Sunnah and that is not even the natural way to how to treat the children. And so back to your question, um, we are made to think that adab or respect means um, obedience and obedience actually means yes, always yes. The answer should mm -hmm. always be yes. Whereas that's not the truth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that is, I think um, it's, you know, it's very hard. Uh, you know, once you're an adult and you're a parent, um, you don't expect to have to learn things, new things. It's it's like you think I've gone to, I've done my university, I've done my college, and now I have to read a book and start learning how to be a parent. I, don't, I think it's really good that you've written this book and you're saying this because there has to be a shift um, because we can see where we're all making mistakes and that's because we're human but to then get some guidance which alhamdulillah I know your book uh you know provides um could you just give what's like what's your favorite chapter in your book um what's my favorite chapter I like I I like the the first chapter is basically setting foundations I talk a lot about mental health because that's what my book is um is basically trying to do make people aware of mental health of cognitive distortions so that's that's basically research and study but then i go on to chapter two which is compassion fueled by taqwa and then chapter three cultivating emotional resilience and i i like cultivating emotional resilience because it, it talks about how and it talks about like through through studies and through research it talks about how prophet cultivated emotional resilience and showed emotional resilience and how it is adaptable and how we can, even if we've had the most roughest lives, mm -hmm. it is something that is related with neuroplasticity. It's something related with cognitive flexibility and, and, and we can actually create it at any point in time in life. We can, we can create it. I'm not going to say that it will go from level one to hundred in one day, but it's, it's a practice. And, and that gives me hope. That really gives me hope because I too did not study parenting. I did parenting on the go. And because, and I think all of this 
uh, happened for me for two reasons. If you remember uh, a few years ago, we did a podcast where I told you that I was a youth mentor. Yes. And it was then and it was then where where this this idea shifted in me that there's nothing wrong with the kids. Actually, we adults don't listen to them, don't understand them, are not ready to connect with them. And the children are fiercely, fiercely wanting connection and how to connect with them. And the answer was just listen. But then the, the, the question comes, the boundaries and teaching them character. And, you know, we cannot just we cannot just keep listening and not saying anything. Hmm. So then then I had to study brain science and child development and and i studied different and i will not shy away from this that sister Ferret, i studied the western scholars mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so majority of my study came from daniel Segal, dr mona Dallahook, dr um gabber mate and, uh, and and many other people in this field dr ross green um uh, dr um the one who wrote boys adrift i'm just forgetting his lex uh, leonard uh, something yeah i mean and and the reason that these names and these books stuck with me is because what they were saying was so close to the fitra of human beings. They they treated humans, uh, Dr. Diana Bryson, right? They treated the children like human beings and they talked about how their social, emotional, actually just their mental and emotional development is and how it's actually uh, extremely important for parents to understand their brain development and be more kind. And it was so close to our Prophet Sallallahu teaching that it felt that this is the truth. And then, of course, if uh, as, as a continuous student of Quran, I was in, and a continuous student of Sira, when I matched all these researches together, when I saw in comparison all of this, I was like, Allahu Akbar, our deen has given us all the tools, but 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 we have forgotten them because, of course, we did not know, like Prophet ﷺ said, zero to seven, don't hit your child, don't yell at them, don't scream at them. Today, there is hundreds, hundreds of research that says that the child is emotionally developed and developing, but logically not developed. So do not yell at them. Do not hit the child. The hitting is not the solution. Disciplining, do not give them timeouts or put them away or push them away, especially when you're mad at them because it creates attachment issues with the children and between the children and the parents, which later on in their teen years come out or in their adult years come out. And I'm like, Allahu Akbar. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah, that's because I'm straight away. I'm thinking I used to do the timeout. I used to, you know, 
Um, because there's a billion dollar industry, Sister Farad, that, that said time out is good. You know what? You're not going to yell at your child, but you're going to give them consequences. What is the consequence? Take away whatever they like from them so that they realize that they're not supposed to make the parent mad or yani, go beyond um, what is expected of them so that they stay in line. Now, now it sounds on paper, it sounds fantastic. Like I did not yell at them and I did not hit them, but I gave them like strict consequences and consequences, natural consequences actually do happen. They, they do happen. And yes, with boundaries, we can tell our children, listen, this is not acceptable. I'm going to now stop you from doing this for the younger children if they're hitting. And for the older children, we can say, listen, this is not acceptable. The kind of uh, sleep hygiene you have or the phone you have. If I mean, God forbid, if I take away a phone from a teenager. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, we know how in raging anger they go. But the thing is, everybody talks about the climax of a, of, a, of a situation. Nobody talks about where did it begin from? What habits were being unseen or let go of? Or what, what is the child basically modeling? Who is the child modeling? Mm-hmm. It's easy to say, oh, they are horrible. And oh, they have this. And oh, they are doing this. Did they start out like that? So, so my book actually talks about it. They, they, they don't start out like that. Okay, fine. And wow, that was a, a very non-genius thing that you said. We all know nobody starts out like that. So, what are you, what are you talking about in the book? Then I'm saying, then okay, let's make repair. Then I talk about connection, and I say repair is possible. Let's make repair. And one of the things that I teach in this book is how to talk to your child, how to have open-ended conversations, how to not just keep barking questions or asking questions it there's even my own son like he's living in a different state many miles away and i start off like this assalamualaikum alaikum assalam habibi how are you are you good you're did you eat did you do and he and, and after my 10 questions he says okay so is the interview over am i supposed to respond to this everything is good thumbs up that's his answer <laughs> <laughs> now if i was the parent that i was in the beginning i would have and even today, sometimes when I'm not in my good mental space, I'm like, I am asking you about your well-being and I'm concerned about you. And you mock me and say this is an interview and you just give me a thumbs up. What is this nonsense? I can say that and I do feel that sometimes. But mm-hmm. then as a parent who has gone through this journey of understanding, of empathy, of taqwa, I understand that, listen, this might be overwhelming. There might be things that he did not do or he did do, like, for example, finish the homework, give the test, do the Quran study, not do the Quran study, whatever it is. And probably he's already overwhelmed. And just dwelling into those questions is not a mental space that he wants to be in. So maybe later he will respond. And he does. And he does. And, And that is, again, a practice that we develop between us. It did not happen just because he got the idea. No. And girls are very different from boys. You have a you you understand that. Like daughters are way more expressive and way more um intuitive to how to answer to certain questions that parents are asking, regardless uh and and uh regardless their age actually. And boys, on the other hand, they are like minimalists. Minimalists. <laughs> yeah, that's very and... true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so so on this book then the the impression that i'm getting is that it's um when a parent reads this they need to be prepared to have some change in themselves as well that's part that's the key to to the success of parenting is is that one of the main things you're saying yes yes i 
I say this uh, to to become a parent to become the the best parent or the the kind of parent that you want for your child or that you want for yourself you need to you need to learn to parent parenting is a gift parenting is a test parenting is a privilege mm -hmm. but parenting does not come by itself it's a learning process until the grave until the grave i mean we will not know we will not know what what good we did in our parenting until very very later on when we will be old and feeble some of us might not even see our children in their prime youth some of us will go back to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala some of us will not see our children reach their ripe age i mean it, it nothing is guaranteed in this relationship and and if nothing is guaranteed, then the question is, what I have today, what I can give today, is it something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would accept from me? Yeah, that, I think that is a very thought-provoking question. And and, I, and I'm sure, inshallah, I think I'd like to thank you for writing this book because we need more books like this. Like I said, I wish I had had. A book like this when I was uh, when my kids were, were younger. So, inshallah, where can um, my listeners uh, buy your book? Oh, inshallah, it's available on Amazon worldwide. It's available on in on UK Amazon, on on Europe Amazon, different places. It's available in Australia. It's available in North America. Alhamdulillah. Okay, excellent. For for, for India, it's available on Elm Store, and on readingsonline.pk in Pakistan. Yeah, but I want to give you a shout out. Uh, I don't oh. know if you remember, <laughs> but it was three years ago, and it was a it was Ramadan, mm -hmm. and uh, you reached out to me, and we did a we did that podcast about the teens and youth mentoring, yes. and then you said, you know, I'm writing a book, and I want other people to write, you know, chapters oh, yeah. in it, and and I never wrote that chapter. <laughs> that one chapter seemed to me as if you know I will never be able to write, and now today you were doing this um podcast with me and i've written a book and you were the you were the person who gave me this idea that you oh, right <laughs> yeah, so yeah, i'm you can and <laughs> thank you so much jazakallah khair for for inspiring me i love all of your books i have all of your books mashallah tabarakallah and um and my daughters have read your books and um what oh, you are doing is amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, exactly. But, so your website now, what will people find when they go to um, com? Tell me, tell me about the other things that you're doing as well as, um, as well as your uh, I do. Yeah, I do coaching sessions. So I do parents coaching sessions with parents. I do coaching sessions with youth. I do intervention sessions. Actually coaching just the parent or the child is never completely fruitful because you're just talking to one side of the, of the story. Right. But usually what happens, it's, it always actually happens like this. The parent comes to me and says, talk to my child, or I'm going to put my child in a coaching session with you. And I said, okay, fine. And I start the coaching session with the children, but then I reel the parents and I said, we need to have two, three sessions of you two together. And that is where the magic happens. The healing happens. Similarly with spouses. I mean, spouses are more difficult, of course, mm -hmm. but, um, but when I have these ready couples who are like, yes, we want to yani, heal our marriage, make our marriage better. Then couple sessions, I do coaching with couples as well. Coaching uh, with uh, just individuals, like for example, mothers. A lot of mothers come for coaching and they come to heal their, their wounds, their childhood wounds, their past traumas, and to become more present, cognizant uh, parent to their child. And so in, in every scenario, in every scenario, 
I, I am so grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that all these people, all these people are spiritually aware that, you know, these, these relationships will matter and we are answerable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about them and we want to do our best. So alhamdulillah, I love, the, I love this uh, job of mine. Alhamdulillah. What got you into, um, why did you decide to become a coach? Uh, I didn't decide to. That was never my intention. I would. I was just like a motivational speaker. I loved my research. I started talking about the books and researching, and people just assumed that I will actually even talk to them and coach them and etc. But, but I was not ready for it. I was not ready for it. And then when there was more stress from people, from women reaching out and saying, please coach us, talk to us. You know, I want you, because I can relate to what you're saying. I think you will understand what I have to say. And you have to understand that as long as one is speaking and one is listening, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But when one is supposed to listen from the angle that this person will solve my problem, mm -hmm. a lot of traumas and triggers in ourselves, they come out. And we are all suffering at some level or the other. I mean, you're not, we are not completely healed. Well, this is not Jannah anyways. So, mm. so what I did was then I said, you know what? If, if, if this is something that is coming in front of me again and again, then I need to get certified in it because I have my own traumas. I have my own triggers. And every time I hear a story, yeah. it shakes me from inside. Well, that's it. That's just it. I, that, I was thinking exactly that, but hearing you have to be quite, I don't know how, you know, whether it's your, I don't know how you got emotionally resilient or, uh, you know, not absorb all their pain. That must be very hard. It is draining. Okay. So, you know, like doctors, when they go in the beginning and they like feel everything and they're so eager and then they start mm -hmm. seeing the similarities and the case after case is very typical. Mm -hmm. And even if you listen to the imams, the case is typical. Even mm -hmm. in their khutbas, it says the parent comes and says, fix my child you know yeah and so, so this happens in every profession you've been a teacher for for a larger part of your life you know that you that's start why, seeing that's why patterns I had, I had to leave teaching <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't take it <laughs> yeah but um so two things happen number one i trained myself to to after every session i i have space of a few days i don't take back to back back to back sessions because uh -huh. it becomes too heavy on the heart and yeah. on the mind and on the body actually and when I see a certain case that is really, really getting to me, then I give space between those sessions as well. And I recuperate a lot. And then I have um, any, um, my own skills that I've learned in coaching so that, you know, breathing exercises, walking, eating healthy food, getting enough sleep. That helps. That helps to recuperate. Oh, good. So, so you're off to Pakistan soon, aren't you? Yes, inshallah, Salah. Yes, I yeah. am. So, uh, because you're you're um, you're translating the book into Urdu, and yes. so is it how long are you going to be there? Is it going to be like a book tour? I wish I could do a book tour. It's for a very few days, but a book tour in North America is something that I'm working on. I really want to do a book tour in North America and hopefully come to England too with my book, inshallah. Yeah, yeah. and um, and uh, yeah, in Pakistan too later on. But for now, it's just to uh, get my Urdu book done uh, mm -hmm. in a, and release it in the market and do some workshops over there, do some podcasts over there, get the word out for the books, both the English and the Urdu. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because, yeah, in Pakistan, I'm, 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 my ethnicity is Pakistani as well. And I think, yeah, in Pakistan, they, 
they need a lot of help because I don't know if there's so much in Urdu there about this. It's there, a, yeah, there is, there is. Okay. So, um, uh, and I and I, even I thought there's not much, but then I, when I did my research, I found out that there are really good, awesome, um, psychologists, psychiatrists, teachers, ulamas who mm. have who have actually written good books on parenting. So that was a good relief. But then again, you know, this is this this personal development learning is difficult mm. it's uh it's not something that people le- people eagerly come towards like nobody yes. says oh you know what i'm a crappy parent so i'm going to change myself yes, yes there is there's a lot of self-blame like yeah i know i'm not i'm not a good parent and i don't know why i have a difficult child and oh my god this and that and but what are you doing about it like really what are you going to do about it and that is the kind of mindset that i want to change i mean inshallah even if a drop in ocean may allah accept it from me but I was just just before this call, I was telling Amir. Amir was asking me about something, and I was like, Amir, I want to be known like this. I want this to be my legacy. Like, you know what? She did something for the yeah. Allah, and she did something for the healing of mm-hmm. of of the society, of the community. So may Allah accept it and allow me to to be able to do that, and even far more than I've imagined. I mean, the goodness. I mean, yeah. No, Alhamdulillah. I think that's a wonderful. Uh... You know, Mela, accept your duas and your, your good intentions and your good work. And, and I think it's a, it's a beautiful legacy to want, you know. And um, yeah, and inshallah, we're going to we're going to talk again very soon. So um, the book is available on Amazon. The name of the book, Iram, can you can you tell us the name of the yes. book? Yes. No one. No one taught me this. A transformational guide for parents to lead a blissful life. Okay, Alhamdulillah, that's excellent. Okay, then, so Inshallah, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we will we will speak again soon, Inshallah. Inshallah, Zakallah Khair, thank you so much. Inshallah, if you enjoyed this podcast, then I would like to invite you to become a paid subscriber. When you become a subscriber, you can unlock exclusive podcast episodes just for you. And inshallah, your support will mean that I can continue this service, which I've been providing for free for many years. And inshallah, we really need more Islamic podcasts that discuss the challenges that Muslim women and girls face. So hit the subscribe button today and instantly you will get access to so many more episodes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.